It's people getting set free and delivered. What it's all about is being redeemed. My, what God does. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. God, we give you praise and honor. We glorify you, Lord. God, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want, I want you to bear with me just for a little bit. Normally, several, uh, you know, um, last Sunday I didn't uh, really preach. But the Lord has given me something that I got to share. We're not we not been having all of our services for two or three weeks, so we can stay just a little bit longer. We won't be in service tonight. But I've got something that I, I got to share with you today that I hope and pray that will be on everybody's attention. Hallelujah. I want to carry you to the book of Luke, chapter 12. We're going to read from verse 31 through 34. Luke, chapter 12, verses 31 through 34. This is what Jesus said. This is the words of Jesus himself. But seek the kingdom of God... And all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail. Hallelujah. Where no thief approaches, no moth destroys. This last verse. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Let me paraphrase that in just a little. For where, whatever it is, you care about the most, that is where your heart's going to be. The things that you love the most, that's where your heart's going to be. Mighty God and Father, as we come today, I thank you and I praise you for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. You've already done some miraculous things in this house. There was some... There were some chains broken a few minutes ago, Lord. (laughs) There was some deliverance. There was some forgiveness. There was some guilt washed away a few minutes ago. There's going to be people who walked in this house in shame who's going to walk out in no shame. They're going to have freedom. Speak to us from your word. In your name. 
Amen and amen. You can be seated. I will not give you the full, but of everything that I have in my mind. But I'm going to give you the portion of this message today that God has placed upon me that I want you to very much consider. I want to talk about living in a house of cards. God spoke this in my spirit. Living in a house of cards. We are living today in one of the most precarious times in the history of the United States and also the world. Uncertainty in economics, the weather conditions, and possible nuclear warfare are only a few of the concerns which are increasingly weighing heavy on the minds of people all over the world. What has changed? Have you asked that question? What has changed? What has happened to bring us to this devastating moment in time? America has been known for freedom, democracy, and opportunity since the day of her inception. Why are we now standing on the edge of destruction of everything that we have ever known? Church, listen to this man. The blessings and prosperity which we have known has made us weak and careless. Every one of us. The blessings that I've had in my life has caused me to become weak and caused me to become careless. We have forsaken as a nation morality, righteousness, and the courage to stand up for what's right. We have built for ourselves a house of cards which cannot withstand the shaking that is facing the whole world today. You have got to decide... What is your real treasure? What is it that you desire the most? Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and he would add everything else to you. But we have twisted it up, we've turned it around and we have sought wealth. Status, the easy life, and even church people are guilty of living in a house of cards that they have built.
We, we work and labor for it. Let me ask you a question. In your mind, would there ever be a place in your, in, in your life that you could get to a home place and say, okay, I've gotten everything I want. I'm going to quit all this other stuff and I'm going to give God 160 now. The man who makes his first meal starts about figuring out how to make a second. We got to realize, folks, the key to fulfillment in our life. Hallelujah. The key to fulfillment. Hallelujah. It's not wealth. It's not wealth. America has been building a house of cards for a long time now on get, 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 get. Borrow, 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 borrow. I'm going to tell you something. If you're an American, a lot of people worried about being owned by this one and that, by that one. I'm going to tell you something. This whole country is owned by the Chinese. Hallelujah. I heard on the radio just a couple days ago, they said the youth of this nation is more depressed and has got more anxiety than any group of young people in any history of time. And they were discussing, they had so-called experts wondering, why is this? They're passing out antidepressant drugs and anxiety drugs beyond belief. Well, what do, what do they expect when they're older folks... And the policies that are made in Washington puts these little babies in debt long before they ever reach the age of accountability. What, what do our youth got to look forward to in this country? Think about it. We built a house of cards. It's coming down. It can't withstand Everything that's been happening is not just coincidence. I was telling somebody last night, I said, I have preached this stuff all my life, but now I just feel like everything is so real. I can't believe what I hear every day. Now, one by one, federal judges 
do not believe in gay marriage. And it's going to, everything's going to be spelled out. It's going to have to be spelled out. There cannot no gay marriages be held to this facility by me or any other preacher who comes in. It's going to have to be put down. We're going to have to take time to do it. The devil is he's taken over this thing for, you know, so fast it is unbelievable. Amen. Hallelujah. Go back to the Old Testament and read again the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Every time you know there are some people, I don't know even in church, I don't understand it. When you begin to talk about this evil, I mean, that homosexuality, they want to back off and they want to say, well, you know, why do we talk about adultery and, and, and this and that? Yeah, amen, I'm against adultery too. The Bible speaks against adultery too. But I want you to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. God did not destroy any of the Lord for adultery. He I destroyed them for shame. Then people were so gone that when God sent down two angels and a body told them, they tried to take the angels. Somebody said last night, Lot had two daughters that was unmarried, virgins. And Lot says, listen, these, these men are coming to my house. He says, don't do them, uh, uh, do no harm. He says, I've got, uh, I've got two daughters and, 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 and ain't never been married. They, they're no men. He says, let me, I'll give you them. And they rejected them. And they says, no, we want the men. It's in your Bible. The angels struck the people solid with blindness. And they went around feeding them. Try to get away? No. Still looking for a door of Lot's house, still trying to feed Folks, we're in a terrible time. We're in a tragic time. We're, we are soon approaching the second coming of Christ. And even while this is all going on, the tempest in the weather. Hallelujah. All this stuff. You think it's just coincidental if you want to, folks. Amen. But think it's doing what the Bible says. That there will be signs in the yeah. sun and the moon and the stars. And the oceans and the seas and waves rolling. And it's hard to let it in fear. And the ones upon the plains is coming out of the earth. Hallelujah. I don't want to be forced to talk this way. Oh, boy. 
talking about some more of this later. Still in the in the 12th chapter of the Luke, I want to go back to the 15th verse. And I'm going to read down to verse uh, 21. And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Think about that. Your life does not consist in what you have. Do you hear me? The type of house you live in don't matter. The type of car you drive don't matter. Hallelujah. Whether or not you wear designer clothes doesn't matter. Whether or not you got an iPad and an iPhone and an Apple TV don't matter. All of this stuff. In electronics and technology that, that's been going out over the last few years that everybody's just been grabbing up, grabbing up, grabbing up. All they're doing is connecting everybody more and more all the time. Hallelujah. Then he, then he, he spoke a parable to them saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, So you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will all those things be which you have provided? So he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God.
he's already in the process of doing things that will protect him and his assets. He said, this cannot, it cannot continue like it's going. Hallelujah. Folks, this world cannot continue like it's going. I look up, I turn on the news. I turned on the news the other day. You know, the snowstorm is here to land in the south and paralyzed it. They show pictures in a, in a big supermarket. I like to nothing left on the shelves. And the caption under that saying, maybe this is a warner, a warning of what it's going to be like. We're going to have to focus. 